Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Use Guys in That podcast, brought to you and powered by GorisNexus.com. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the BitChute. Uh, really appreciate it if you got on there and give us a thumbs up. That would be awesome. Really appreciate it if you were like, what the hell happened to the YouTube stuff? We've been telling you for almost a year <laughs> that we're not posting anything on there, especially in the last six months at least, because as Angel has elucidated, Two strikes, homie. We're almost on the last one, and we're not just ready to lose that content just yet. So everything's been posted to the BitChute page. So busy week. I hope everybody's been doing well. Uh, we were supposed to have somebody come on today. Unfortunately, they forgot that they had other engagements, that they were doubly committed, and we received the axe at the execution block. So yeah, we're not cool for school. We are clearly not cool for school, and whatever uh my feelings are hurt but i will uh my heart will go on as celine dion said so mm. here we are a couple of things i want to get started with first of all now for those of you who are not familiar and i understand that the age in our audience varies uh, we've got some folks that are older than i am and folks that are way younger um you may have heard of the patriot act before i sure fucking hope that you have because it has impacted your life uh, up to the very minute that you're listening to this podcast. Now, I used to have TikTok. Okay, I used to have TikTok. Christopher knows that I had TikTok because now I do on Instagram what I used to do on TikTok, which is send Christopher food things. Um, I sent, today it was what? Uh, it was a pasta dish that I sent Christopher and uh, it was a sandwich. It was a French dip sandwich. There are two food items that I sent today. Again, that's my pornography. That's my go-to. Um, and it was filthy dirty. The only thing I wasn't too impressed with was the pasta dish. There was a complete absence of garlic, mm -hmm. which is a disrespect to uh, your grandma and her gravy. Rest in peace. Uh, mm -hmm. How dare you? So, But that's kind of what I do. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. From what I understand, and we're going to go through, I mean, we're not going to read every single line. We're going to give you the cliffs notes on this fucking disgusting monstrosity of a bill. One thing I did notice, I forget the name of the guest that was on Joe Rogan. He specifically pointed out that everything they're complaining about TikTok doing, all the other social media platforms do already. Okay. The only difference is, is one is allegedly controlled and information is fed directly to the Chinese Communist Party. The other one is fed to the National Security Agency. Either way, uh, but you know, does it so like all apps? So my understanding, and, and Chris, um, you know, you can back this up or refute what I'm saying if you have more knowledge. But from my understanding, TikTok, the big what to do over TikTok, and other apps do not do this. From what I understand, the big what to do over it is that once you download TikTok on your phone, your phone is connected to the wi-fi you know your internet right so at that point TikTok then accesses every single device and gets the information off those devices through its connection to the wi-fi i don't know if other apps do that but specifically TikTok can access every single device that is connected to your um wi-fi um i'm i'm using that term um 
you know, loosely it's IP, it's, it's all this other shit that makes everything work, right? For your Wi-Fi, you connect to it, you get an IP address, um, all that shit, right? So it connects every single device that's connected to your internet mm-hmm. and it, it downloads the information. That's what I understand. Is that correct or not? I actually can give you the interview that uh, Joseph used. If you are interested, if, I mean, I would like to play this for everybody. Um, Angel, I'm going to send it your way. Why don't you, and this, again, this is just the explanation of what the hell is going on as far as, you know, what the terms of service are for TikTok. So if you wouldn't mind bringing this up and booting that shit. Sure. Where are you sending it? uh, It's in the chat. Which chat? I'm sorry. It's the, um, the, the Zoom chat. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. So we're going to, we'll get this straight away. This is one of the best explanations, like, since you think it deserves the full explanation as to what the terms of service are. And Joe kind of reads them off. So here we go. hold on, let me share it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This is really good. This, this is excellent. So let's check it out. Is it not behaving itself? N- uh, no, it's fine. Okay. Here we go. Experience. Oh my God. I read tiktok's terms of service uh, i went down a tiktok rabbit hole yesterday yeah it's good i stayed home smoked a little weed and i started reading up on tiktok yeah oh my god i'm gonna read you this because this is so crazy is it good or bad bad it's so what are you saying it's a bad place to be <clears throat> listen to this this is uh from tiktok's privacy it's, right. it said uh we collect certain information about the device you use to access the platform mm-hmm. such as your ip address um user region uh, this is this is really crazy uh user agent mobile carrier time zone settings I- identifiers for advertising purpose model of your device the device system network type device ids your screen resolution and operating system app and file names and types so all your apps and all your file names all the things you have filed away on your phone really? they have access to that file names and types, keystroke patterns or rhythms. So they're monitoring your keystrokes, which means they know every fucking thing you type. Wow. Battery state, uh, audio settings, and connected audio devices, where you log in from multiple devices. We will be able to use your profile information to identify your activity across devices. We may also associate you Mm. with information collected from devices other than those you you use to log into the platform, meaning they can use other computers that you're not even using to log into TikTok, they can suck the data off that. That's what you're agreeing to when you download and start using TikTok. Do you That's my, wild. It's insane. My question would be, do you think they did that? They created TikTok just on purpose to have all that? A hundred percent. Oh, wow. I think they saw that people are addicted to social media and they came up with the most addictive version of social media, which is TikTok. It's the most- So- what I said, but I don't know. This is what I don't know about other apps. If they access like your other devices that connect to your, um, you know, Wi-Fi, your your internet, your LAN, you know, whatever. Um, 
like if other apps actually download data and information from other devices that you've never even used to log into with that app. I don't know if other apps do that. I know TikTok does specifically. You do know, you know, Chris? I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if other apps were doing it, even though technically, I mean, it's like really, it's like every single sort of spyware thing rolled up into one app on TikTok, like keystroke loggers, uh, skimming of information. But I also don't believe for a split second that Google or Apple doesn't. Here's the thing, and I want to take this into consideration. There was, again, Joe had another guest on where, you know, I like I mentioned, they had stated that everything that TikTok does, pretty much all the other social media apps do, and the social media apps here domestically are pissed off, and they're, they want to restrict TikTok's ability to kind of cut in on their act. This is from Reuters. Okay. And this is from April, uh, April 27th of, of last year. Okay, last year. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up on a year ago. It says last year Facebook had a TikTok problem. This year it has several. The Chinese-owned video app is eating Mark Zuckerberg's social network from the inside, first by luring its users and now by challenging Facebook as a news source too. One way that's uh, showing up is in slowing revenue and barely their user growth. If Zuckerberg wants to be TikTok, he'll have to quickly copy it. So then my conspiratorial juices in my in my brain start saying, what if Zuck and anybody else at the time who was a Jack Dorsey or, you know, maybe it was Elon Musk? Who knows? Because because remember, mm. remember Periscope? Periscope was purchased by fucking uh, by Twitter, wasn't it? Because, they you know. They kind of bought out the competition a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember who purchased it. Now, if you go, like, Christopher knows, because I send him this shit, most of the stuff that is on Instagram, unfortunately, unless it's food-related, are uh, reels. They're videos. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, it was just straight fucking photographs. That was the whole fun of it. It was just photos. Right. Now it's reels because that's meta's way of combating or at least staying into the argument or staying in the fight mm-hmm. with TikTok. But what the funny thing is, a lot of people just repost their TikTok and it goes right over to Instagram because you can see their their handle. Right. So I think a lot of this may be coming from individuals who are concerned that, you know, basically the communist Chinese or whatever are eating their lunch. Okay. That's that I seems mean, like it could be a very real possibility it's possible like i don't know see like i don't i don't have a facebook i don't do a lot of stuff like with apps in general like where it's a thing um so i don't really know you know what's all going on like i i i have apple and i know like they can still track and they probably do but there's a there's a setting in apple that says like you know, don't let these apps track you, whatever, right? So I have that turned on. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it lip service? I, I don't know how effective it is to say, yeah, don't track it. And, you know, do you have any really, any real way of knowing that they're, that they're right? Not I mean, I it? don't, you sure. know, of course they could, but I mean, sure. there, that is an option inside the settings of the iPhone where it says, do you want these apps? To track 
and you say no go fuck yourself i don't want you tracking me and apple says okay we won't let them track you right that's that's like you know layman's terms of basically what it is of whether Mm -hmm. or not it's actually working i don't know okay well let us give you the rundown on what the restrict act is again it is capital caps the whole caps restrict because once again the full name for this ridiculous piece of legislation is the restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology mm-hmm. act okay restrict it's it is currently proposed legislation under con- uh, consideration by congress if you want to read the full text that's your problem we'll give you the cliffs the cliffs notes, notes. The stated purpose of the act is to uh, limit national security risks by allowing the Department of Commerce, of all departments, the Department of Commerce to review, block, and mitigate transactions involving foreign information and communication technology, ICT, Mm. that pose undue risk. So that's the Department of Commerce. I'm sure, whatever. Uh, In other words, the act would make it easier for the United States government to ban or force the sale of specific software or equipment from certain countries deemed posing a spying risk. So the countries that are affected, impacted by this legislation, are foreign adversaries of the United States. Only six countries fall under this designation. Communist China, including Macau, the former Portuguese province, Mm -hmm. and Hong Kong, the former British colony. Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Russia, and Venezuela. I haven't heard of a lot of apps generated from Cuba, Iran, and North Korea. Yeah. Or Venezuela, for that matter. Not really sure if they're in the app game. Um, Maybe they're trying. Uh, I know Russia has their own version of Facebook and their own version of Instagram and their own version of YouTube. Um, Because according to Russian law, uh, Instagram meta is considered an extremist organization so yes very extreme very extreme uh what types of technology are we talking about the act would give the government power to scrutinize just about any technology from internet hosting services to satellite payloads to mobile apps as long as they are used by more than 1 million people in the united states of america and this does have a lot to do with TikTok. Many agree that there's particular privacy risks to using foreign-owned apps like TikTok. The U.S. government's fear is that the Chinese communists could force TikTok to provide sensitive data that's collected on American users or use TikTok content recommendation algorithm to spread misinformation or propaganda. Not that Facebook was used to do that at all, uh, or Twitter. The U.S. has tried to get TikTok to store its U.S. users' data on domestic servers, and has tried to force TikTok's parent company, uh, ByteDance, to sell mm-hmm. the platform, both to no avail. A ban is the last resort, and legally it's not straightforward to do so. A few years back, President Donald John Trump wanted to ban the app, but didn't have the authority to remove it from the App Store or Google Play. The Restrict Act means excuse me, is meant to give the government clear power to ban any app that could threaten America's security. All right. Supporters of this said legislation want your government to have this power. 
The bill covers a broad range of technologies while, while giving the government the power to intervene under broad circumstances, such as where they see, quote, undue or unacceptable risk to the national security of the United States or the safety of the United States' persons. The act could give the government too much power, you don't say. Really? Too much power. Well, like, they're not using vague language on purpose. <laughs> They're not using vague language to obfuscate their true intentions. This isn't the Patriot Act 2.0. Not at all. Not Not at all. all. It's there for the safety of American persons. That's exactly verbatim. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's for your safety. It's always about your safety. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of that South Park episode where they had to install the fucking seatbelts and the turlets. Yeah. (laughs) Sir, let me check your asshole. Yeah, you check your what? asshole. <laughs> I will say, um, for my job, any type of um, software or uh, service that we use, um, we always do our due diligence to make sure that it is um, hosted on U.S. servers. Um, we go through all of the agreement terms uh, with a fine tooth fucking comb. And by we, I mean me <laughs> um, and uh, other people participate too. So just in case, cause you, one person can't catch everything, but like, there's like a litany of questions. And one of the main question is where's the data stored? Because okay. everything, everybody's trying to fucking upload shit to the cloud all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, companies want to make constant money off of you. So like owning software and like actually hosting it physically on site on a server is becoming rarer and rarer. You can, you know, some companies will sell it to you, whatever. Um, but it's very rare that you aren't getting a subscription type service where you pay yearly and your shit's fucking uploaded to the cloud. Right. Like, so information. I hate that term, the cloud. Yeah. I so, hate it so much. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking remote server. Yeah, but that's what they <laughs> it say. It ain't the no cumulonimbus, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, but they they're like, oh, it's the cloud, right? So the like yeah. cloud service, you know, that's where everything's fucking stored. And every company, every software company uses the the terminology cloud, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to really, really look for for things that don't take your information and customer information sensitive data whatever like you want to make sure that it's not being taken and used by you know somebody that could potentially harm it so you want to have as much security and safeguards in place um like we we don't have people accessing our server on site Mm -hmm. that you know like Nobody outside organization like that, does, you know, they don't access the server like there's like a bunch of outside sales guys. They don't access our server like even the one sales guy that is coming into the office. He has zero access to our server. OK, you know what I mean? There are only certain people that have access to our mm-hmm. server like we don't fucking we limit the amount of shit that connects to it and the amount of people that connect to it just because one thing can happen mm-hmm. because somebody's an asshole and it fucking brings your whole fucking system down and it happens several times so like we can we control that shit as as best we can but when you have these other entities and it's stored all over the fucking place like some people follow protocol some people don't as everybody knows right. so 
and that all of that makes perfect sense is protecting your information i get it i understand uh the and i hope you keep your boots on because the the poop is about to get a little bit thicker all right thicker so i see 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 yes exactly the act could give the government too much power to ban apps and services that allow people to communicate such as tiktok thereby limiting freedom of expression it could give the government too much leeway to control and censor information some media articles have raised alarm over whether using a vpn to access services banned in the united states could be interpreted as illegal based on the act this based on sections describing services designed quote designed or intended to evade or circumvent the application of the act as being covered under the act right so does the restrict act make it punishable to use a vpn this is important i use a vpn angel uses vpn i know that yeah several of our listeners use a vpn and people use a vpn to connect to um you know remotely to other you know things yeah for, for um, work for work Absolutely. so like there's various like a vpn mm-hmm. like we have like we use it to like block whatever like you know whatever we use it for right like mm-hmm. to protect our shit from people viewing it um mm-hmm. you know accessing our network whatever it obfuscates your network track right to your network server yes provider. yeah so like but other people use it for different things so it's like you know what are you talking about here right it's important to note that a restrict act has not yet passed into law the keyword being yet but the bill as written is vague, covering lots of ground with broad language. The sections that could be alluding to VPNs describe services as is aforementioned designed or intended to evade circumvent the application of this act as being a violation of the act that is unknown how this will be interpreted as far as VPN goes. Media articles reported that spokesperson for Mark Warner, one of the leaders behind the bill, explicitly said that the punishments in the bill would not be used against ordinary citizens. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. This is the media statement from Mark mm-hmm. uh, Warner. Quote, under the terms of the bill, someone must be engaged in sabotage or subversion. Again, two words, two, two descriptions that will be defined by the Department of Justice, not you. Just remember that of America communication technology products and services creating catastrophic effects on United States critical infrastructure interfering in or alerting the result altering excuse me, the result of federal elections in order to be eligible for any kind of criminal penalty to be extremely clear. This legislation is aimed squarely at companies like uh, Huawei, TikTok. Casper Key. I've never heard of Casper Key. Kaspersky. Kaspersky. Thank you. What is that from? Uh, they make. Uh, I don't know if it's like some sort of like antivirus software or some okay. shit like that. I believe, but they're obviously a, a Russian company. Okay. With a name like Kaspersky. Yeah, I wasn't thinking like North Dakota with that one. I mean, I like, <laughs> right? Like definitely you- that. Yeah, it's it's it, it is company in Little Russia in North Dakota. <laughs> That's right. Have you heard of Arkansas? That's yeah. where it's from. <laughs> yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, uh, yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas. You know, this the great state of Arkansas. <laughs> 
Are you not proud to be an American comrade? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Kaspersky, Huawei, which we all know about. Anybody who purchases Huawei anything is asking for it. Accent. Right. If you can't pronounce it, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Right. Yeah. Just like the ingredients on the back of a package. Right. If any of this is hard for you to pronounce, you probably shouldn't stick it up your ass. Just an idea. Um, I mean, do what you will. Um, and TikTok that creates systemic risks to the United States national security, not individual users. Um, I wouldn't put a lot of faith into this as far as your VPN is concerned. Remember, if, if anybody's this. worried about where this bill would go, just look at the Patriot Act <laughs> and funny. how that was and how that was. Yes. Used. It's funny you should mention that. My next point was that was designed as a knee jerk, funny, 600 pages ready as a knee jerk reaction to the events. <laughs> I know. That happened on September 11th. The, monkey, the monkeys in the writer's room are very fast. <laughs> Obviously. Clearly. Uh, and far more talented than I. That's for sure. Just remember that 80% of the applications used, the, the, you know, the applicable law in the Patriot Act is for drugs, not terrorism. Okay? That's a problem. It's used for domestic law enforcement more than it is for al-Qaeda or ISIS or any other Muslim boogeyman under your bed uh, that's, you know, trying to cut your throat. They're going to stab your daughter at the mall, just like Alex has taught us. That's why we have the Patriot oh, Act. Oh. <laughs> don't do it. And don't do it. We already played it once this year. It's tempting. So next. A st they're going to stab. Yes. And we love our Muslims. They are so sweet. Um, and 99% of them are, by the way, <laughs> just like any other group. There's always a pack of assholes no matter where you go. Uh, this is a statement from National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan on the introduction of the Restrict Act. It's very short. This is uh, your government's statement. We applaud the bipartisan group of senators led by Senator Warner and Thune, who today introduced the restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology restrict act. This legislation would empower the United States government to prevent certain foreign governments from exploiting technology services operating in the United States in a way that poses risk to Americans' sensitive data and our national security. The information and communications technology products and services supply chain is integral, integral to the lives of Americans and the functioning of U.S. businesses. This bill pre presents a systemic framework, systematic, not systemic, systematic framework for addressing technology-based threats to the security and safety of Americans. This legislation will provide the U.S. government with new mechanisms to mitigate the national security risks posed by high-risk technology businesses operating in these United States. Critically, it would strengthen our ability to address discrete risks posed by individual transactions and systemic risks posed by certain classes of transactions involving foreign countries of concern in sensitive technology sectors. This will help us address the threats we face today and also prevent such risks from arising in the future. 
We look forward to continue to working with both the Democrats and the Republicans on this bill and urge Congress to act quickly and send it to the president's desk. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever heard us say it before, you're going to hear me say it again. Whenever Democrats and Republicans are working together, be prepared to get fucked good and hard. Doubly. So keep that in mind as we go forward, okay? Mm -hmm. This is also something interesting, by the way, in the timing of this to our brothers and sisters north of the border in Canada who are obviously preparing for the coronation of their new monarch, Charles III. They are constitutional monarchy. They're uh, getting the butterscotch pudding ready. <laughs> as is tradition. Yeah, as, um, is, as is tradition. Well, we, I'm going to live stream that, by the way, or at least I'm going to <laughs> what, stream pudding? it. I, yes, make me some pudding, you bitch. Remember who yeah, said that? Yeah, that you was did. me. That was you. <laughs> I was trying to join in on the fun jokes, and that's what came out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> a is for champion. <laughs> that's um. what I get for talking. <laughs> This is Canadian uh, Bill C-11, okay? Timing of this is very fortuitous for both states. Canada. Quote, the people need to be controlled inside the thoughts of the online streaming Bill C-11. Any day now, Bill C-11 is expected to receive royal assent. According to its Trudeau government backers, not a good look, uh, the bill will defend Canadian creators by extending Canadian content controls on the internet. Netflix, YouTube's, Disney Plus, and others could soon be forced to tweak their algorithms in order to artificially promote Ottawa-approved media. That's, that's the capital of the country. That's some goddamn bullshit. Oh my, I'm glad you feel that way. Hey, we Ottawa want more videos on maple syrup. <laughs> Ottawa, Ottawa State Media demands it. <laughs> We want more videos on maple syrup and curling. <laughs> hey, I like curling, goddamn. Yes, yes, curling. Curling. We like both of those things, maple syrup <laughs> and curling, right? Maple yeah. syrup, curling, perhaps some hockey, and maybe even some Donair. Okay, all right, Donair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. At the same time, hiding any content that doesn't meet federal <laughs> definitions of, quote, Canadian. Whoa, what does that even mean? How Third Reichish? Uh, federal definitions Canadian. of what does not uh, change the change the word. Federal definitions of what is German. Now it's a different conversation now, isn't it? Yeah, but because you put Canadian in there, but eh, it's a little bit it's softer. No, no, no. This is still fascism. OK, this is still fascism. It's just fascism smothered in butter and maple syrup. Yes, and it does make it even more cannot, palatable. I literally cannot. Like, you need to read this because this shit's fucking whack. This article's whack, dude. Like, okay. it literally talks about Brian Adams. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to carry on here. To do this, Bill C-11 would effectively make Canada's internet one of the most tightly regulated in the Western world. And to force thousands of YouTubers and other content creators under the strict controls of the CRTC. In Dear Diary, the National Post satirically reimagines uh, a week in the life of a newsmaker. This week, Tristan Hopper takes a journey inside the thoughts of Bill C-11. Monday. I had that dream again. It's not clear where exactly I am or what year it is. <laughs> but I could tell I'm in a dystopian land that has never known Canadian content protections. 
all around me, I see cultural destruction, TV broadcasting Seinfeld instead of Corner Gas, radios playing Brian Adams, heedless to the fact that his albums are recorded overseas and thus not Canadian. They obviously have not seen the South Park episode where they say, we give you back Brian Adams. Yeah, we've apologized for him on several occasions. (laughs) (laughs) On some occasions. (laughs) And overhanging all of it is an anarchic and savage world wide web where Canadians freely select their own music, movies, TV shows, books, and even pornography. If the people in this dream consume any Canadian media at all, it comes to them by word of mouth or as they say north of border, mouth, rather than government fiat. At this point, I wake up. This was exactly how Rome fell. When the people are allowed to choose their own diversions, they will always follow the path of least resistance and the cultural rot that inevitably follows. Any cool. civilization that refuses to erect, ha ha ha, ramparts against the worst impulses of its masses deserve its fate. Tuesday. Naturally, I assume that my passage would be opposed by Canada's usual crop of unpatriotic quizlings, some free market Judas who would sooner have our citizenry steamrolled by Ed Sheeran and K-pop instead of hewing to a sanctioned enriching diet of Loverboy and Paul Anka. Ooh, Paul Anka. Yes. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. It's been a bit. I've it's, never even heard that been name. A bit. I don't even know who that is. But what I didn't expect were the complaints about red tape. Why, I'm just a part-time YouTuber, buddy. I don't have time to file packages with the CRTC guy detailing the nationalities of all my Patreon donors, buddy. So I guess we should just rescind all regulations because they yield too much paperwork. Yes. (laughs) Goodbye, Food and Drugs Act. This YouTuber thinks it's onerous to inspect food, so I guess he'll just be eating adulterated pork from now on so long motor vehicles act bye it was too burdensome to prevent canadian highways from becoming arenas of unchecked vehicular carnage this is fucking whack so again this is within the context this is the bill's brain this is how the bill's seeing things chris this this shit is whack are you listening to this shit it's It's, fucking whack it's delicious i'm gonna carry on wednesday odin's day it happens roughly once a week. Some supporter approaches me and says something to the effect of, I like what you're doing, Bill C-11. We need online protections for important Canadian content, like the Handmaiden's Tale miniseries. Or they'll mention their favorite Celine Dion recording. Or the Pixar movie Turning Red. It reminds me of when I grew up in Toronto, they jabber. Not one of these are Canadian. Did you check the passport of the key grip? On the Handmaiden's Tale, what about the birthplace of the songwriter for that Celine Dion track? Or the ownership of the parent company that distributed Turning Red? No, you didn't. That's why you need me to tell you what's Canadian. If it was up to you, idiots, they could slap a maple leaf on Madonna and you'd think she grew up in Mississauga. That's outside of Windsor, by the way, in Ontario. Thursday. Many of my critics seem to believe in some divine lie where art and media can flourish without government intervention. Leave (laughs) Netflix alone, they say. Canadian products will still rise to the top in a competitive marketplace. The fools! If it wasn't for the patronage of Giuliano de' Medici, Leonardo da Vinci would have been sleeping under a bridge and selling postcards. You think the Beatles 
would it become a worldwide phenomenon if Queen Elizabeth II hadn't paid all those girls at the Ed Sullivan show to scream? When I hear anything by the Ramones or the Sex Pistols or Slayer, I'm thinking one thing. Thank God a benevolent taxpayer-funded bureaucracy was there to uplift and expose these talents to the masses. Friday. The internet may now be protected, but I cannot help but thinking how much more work we have to do. We could defeat the enemy on the front lines and still fall to the enemy within. I could stop Canadian teenager from seeing a Canadian teenager from seeing Taylor Swift on the internet. But there's nothing to stop her from humming a Burt Bacharach song she learned from a music box, oblivious to the fact that she is peddling in dangerous foreign media. We can prescribe online death for every film that does not carry a minimum quota of characters named Gord but we cannot stop a grandfather from telling his grandchildren about the time he saw Das Boot while posted to CFB Lar. I guess that's Canadian forward base. Uh, people speak of music and movies as an escape or a release, but therein lies their greatest danger. Culture, all culture, is a landscape of existential national threats dressed up as pleasing tunes or whimsical pictures. Fortunately, you have a government who understands this better than you ever could. This was well done. This was a 10 out of 10. Whoever wrote this, excellent work from the perspective of the bill itself. I am from the uh, government, and I am here to help. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey, by uh, the way, speaking uh, of weird, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful, I am now inundated with how Bud Light is a gay beer. Okay, which everybody already knew. I mean, it's it's been known that Bud Light is the gayest of beers. What's <laughs> the problem now? There's this person. I don't want to misgender. Okay, uh, I believe it was this person was born Dylan Mulvaney, but it's, is a lady. They, they still oh. go by that name. Oh, okay. Okay, so Dylan is an American actress, comedian, and TikTok personality. That's where this all goes to. Mulvaney is known for detailing her gender transition in daily videos on the social media platform TikTok. In October 2022, Mulvaney spoke with U.S. President Jose Biden at the White House about transgender rights. And I believe Dylan works for the president, is now literally working in the White House or working for the administration, okay? I want to show you Dylan before and afters, okay? So let's do a before and after real quick, images, all right? Okay. So let's take a peek <clears throat> here. This, <clears throat> okay, all right. This is, this is very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you that are not watching this, uh, I, I feel bad for you, son, because you've got 99 problems, but Dylan Mulvaney ain't one. So look, look at this right here. Can you see this? Okay, I see Dylan. This is Dylan before, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go back here real quick. All right. And this is Dylan. Come on, stupid. And this is now Dylan. It, I mean, it. she got work done like you wouldn't believe. This is the gay beer thing. 
They made a can of beer with her face on it. So you saw the before and after. This is what Dylan... Dylan looks very much like a lady. Yeah. Very much. Okay? Skinny lady. I mean... This is the gay beer picture. And apparently people are very upset at Bud Light and Heiser-Busch for going with the transgender beer. Now, we already knew that that beer was made predominantly for women and transgender people uh, because it's essentially piss water. And if you're going to drink a light beer, then you should drink Miller Lite or our Miller High Life. Or or if you're really seriously calorie conscious, drink Guinness. That's true. I mean, it drinks like soup, but... But say what you will, I can enjoy a pint of Guinness. It's tasty. I do like it. And and, and it has less calories in it than a Bud Light. So, yeah, I mean, it's some people like it. Some people don't. A a lot of people don't. (laughs) That's true. So you're you're either Irish or can appreciate good beer. (laughs) Well said. Well said. So Dylan's there with her can of beer and country. I, I don't know. Like. Angel makes fun of me. I don't know anything about country music. I think they're all Jason Aldean. I thought it was the only guy. I don't know anything about country music either, but there are more country artists than just one. Okay. Who's the guy that's married to the lady from No Doubt? Don't know. Blake Shelton. Is he a country guy? Yeah. Okay. So see, I know two now. And Kenny Rogers, right? Kenny Rogers, a country guy? Hi, I'm Kenny Rogers. I don't know. I think so. Uh, would you consider Johnny Cash country? <laughs> I think like Johnny Cash is old school, like outlaw country. So, I, yeah, I was just gonna say. I think yeah. I, I, is is he is he a type of country? Uh, absolutely. Okay. But, but I think uh, the term country nowadays has become synonymous with more of the pop crossover stars. Okay. Such as the bigger ones, you know. So this is akin to the pop punk versus real punk debate that we've been having for ages, correct? Uh, you know, I would say there's more legitimacy to it than the debate between punk and pop punk. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um, by, a, by a large measure. All right, there, cool. there, There's a difference between, like I said, that old school kind of outlaw country versus... Uh, you know the bullshit that they play on the radio nowadays and i'm not a country music fan either way but if i had to listen to anything i'd rather listen to like the old school outlaw country type of shit versus anything that they play on the radio such as from the likes of anyone like chase now and his many faces <laughs> his many faces yeah dude i can only think of i think i only knew really him like, I knew that guy was Jason Aldean, and she would yeah. laugh at me. Like, you know, they're not all Jason Aldean. I'm like, that's well, all I know. There was, like, a commercial for a country. Like, we were doing something, and a commercial came on about a country music something or other. And you're like, I thought Jason Aldean was. And I'm like, there's more than one country <laughs> performer, and they come and they do tours. Yeah. Like, He's not the only one that tours, so anyways. Yes, and that's on me, ladies and gentlemen. I know nothing about country music, as I've just uh, clearly demonstrated. But the country people are very upset with this beer and this person. Now, <laughs> they're they're very angry. Uh, this, I believe Dylan also says that she menstruates, 
which gets people all very worked up because she doesn't have ovaries because she was born with a cock and balls, even though she got the nip tuck and got herself a vagina. It's still not the same thing, Dylan. I'm sorry. You can I'll call you Dylan. I'll call you lady or whatever you want, but you you never you don't have ovaries, sister. She's a lady. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. She's a lady. Yes. <laughs> Got the ovaries. Um which again I without the ovaries. <laughs> whoa, 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 no ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, if you're into skinny ladies that used to be men, this lady's right up your alley. I mean, that's great. I, I, I don't very have any... specific taste, but if that's what yes. you're into, uh, you know, no judgment, none, none whatsoever. I am not here to tell you how to live your life. Okay, right? if you like beating up that bussy, then <laughs> by all means, more power to you. Yeah, more I, power uh, to you. I can't get over this like that her photograph on the can was poorly done yeah she looks way better in front of the beer than she does on the beer Mm -hmm. but apparently they beat it like a guy bought an entire case of bud light to beat it up with a hammer boy you really fucking showed anheuser-busch you paid for a full case only to throw it out this is some bullshit this is fucking stupid this is completely retarded like I don't care. I don't know why this is a thing. Who gives a shit what what uh you know Bud Light Anheuser Busch does to their products? Like who gives a shit? Like bread and circuits. Like I don't even care about this shit. I don't fucking buy alcohol. So like I don't care. And even if I did, like you know how Coke puts like the fucking uh polar bears on shit, you know? Like Yeah. That doesn't mean like I they're nice I, commercials, I like, Angel. I like Coca-Cola. Yes. And if the polar bear's on the can <clears throat> and not the Coca-Cola, I'm still going to drink it. I'm not going to be like, you motherfucker polar bear and beat the <laughs> shit out of it. I want what's inside the can, not what's on the outside of the can. So, like, what's the point? Uh, again. Uh, the, she fucking works don't, there. Don't <laughs> judge I mean? a can by its cover. That's right. She's been working there this entire fucking time. And just because they put her face on the can, all of a sudden there's a problem. Like she's been working there and directing this shit for a while. She's CEO. Is that what you said? Her title is is she CEO? No, no, she no, 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 no. 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 You're taking this in a different direction. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, she yeah. You, there. you were you were way off. That's okay. why I was like, I was hesitant. I was like, wait a minute, working. What do you? Where are you going with this? Yeah, I thought she worked there. <laughs> yeah. our, our, our end zone's over here. You're running in the wrong direction. <laughs> You're right in the wrong direction. <laughs> so she doesn't work there. No. So how'd she end up on the fucking can? Because Bud Light wanted to show that they're supportive of the transgender community. I uh, thought she because, worked at Bud Light. Uh, because an elder millennial woman with large horse teeth uh, is VP of marketing. <laughs> Gotcha. And that's why Dylan Mulvaney is on the can okay. because How, of the large doing? out of touch because of the, the, the skinny white out of touch woman with large horse teeth is <laughs> VP of marketing at Bud Light. That's how Dylan Mulvaney wound up on the cover. Oh, she's an actress. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought she just worked. I have no, no I have and no I frame ex- of reference. As I explained to you at the beginning of the segment of the show, uh, Dylan became famous on TikTok uh, showing uh, her 
transition from being a person identifying as a woman to now a woman minus the ovaries. She, uh, she got the nip tuck. She got the uh, the banana split. Um, she no longer has a dick and balls. She now I has thought a she... gash. Okay. I thought she worked at the company and she transitioned and she was a higher up and it was a celebration. I have no idea what's happening. That, That's how much I don't care. Like, that, that would have been a better story. <laughs> that would have been a better story. I thought that that's what the story was. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, no, unfortunately. So it's even to give even less fucks about it then. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I mean, again, the country music and conservative people are very upset that their light piss water beer has been disrespected with a lady who has no ovaries. So, again... Uh, drink something else then i mean but they're they're making a big deal out of it again conservatives seem to get mad all at the wrong time they they get mad at the wrong time like you know now the beer is sacred like you can't fuck with the beers you know what i mean like you know i saw a funny joke and i'm gonna repeat it the the clitoris has eight thousand nerve endings and it's still nowhere near as sensitive as a conservative dude on the internet so apparently, I mean, obviously that seems to be true. Um, I don't know really anybody who drinks Bud Light uh, anyway. Um, anyway, good luck to you. Get over it. I, in the chat, I sent you a link to a picture of uh, what's your Alyssa Heiner Scheid or whatever. That's the VP of marketing at Anheuser. Oh, okay. Oh, You'll wow. See. Okay. Okay. Show, I'm show go. yeah, oh, yeah. It's that. on the way. It's on the way right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is Alyssa Heinerscheid. Yeah. Clearly a German operative. Damn. Okay. And this was her idea. Yes. Well, you see what I mean about the large horse teeth, though? Like, they're you very wanna, shiny. You would you go up to her and be like, here, girl, you want an apple? <laughs> Jesus you, Christ. You, you want an apple, girl? How about a, how about a carrot? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you like that, don't you? Would you like some ad pats with that carrot there? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you're real sensitive behind the ears there, aren't you, girl? Oh, my God. Yeah. Great idea. I mean, it really, um, I mean, who cares? Like, I mean, Coca-Cola. I, I, I mean, ultimately, I'll say who cares. But in the same sentence, they did lose $6 billion in market cap from the moment. Oh, wow. Really? really? Yeah. Now, mind you, number oh. one. Uh, Anheuser-Busch has been on the decline for at least the past decade anyways. Fair enough. Um, and people on the left will still tout how high their their stock was before the ad campaign. But uh, after that ad campaign, they did, they did drop several percentage points and lost like $6 billion in market cap. But mind you, they lost like $6 billion in market cap from like $128 billion. Wow. I mean, how else can you address that loss? I, I mean, Sheesh. so as, as, as much as I don't give a fuck who is on the Bud, the Bud Light can, mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me at all. Apparently, it did bother those people, and they were like, hey, we're not going to buy your beer anymore. <laughs> so so I would say from, from the, the, the VP on the marketing side of things, it's kind of a fail. That's, I mean, there's only so many ways you can, you know. I think, uh, I think that like, you know, people, 
And I, I guess I get the point, like it's, you know, shoved in people's faces and maybe they're tired of hearing about it, you know, like just be who you are and, you know, move on because like every single day I got to be who I am. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, nobody gives a fuck about not hurting my feelings or, you know, not fucking like people discriminate against me and not give a fuck. And every day I just got to be me and fucking deal with it. Right. I got to get up and do what the fuck I got to do to live my life. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's like, you know, normal people may be like, I'm sick of hearing about this shit all the time in the news cycle. There's always something. It's always the same recycled news cycle shit. And transgender happens to be one of those things. And so like, they like to enjoy a beer. Maybe they don't want to be, you know, bombarded with it when they look at the fucking beer can, like, because they hear this shit all day long. And they like normal people don't know what to do. Like, because they don't, you know, mm -hmm. like most normal people aren't <laughs> chronically online. And most normal people don't give a fuck about culture wars. Mm -hmm. True. Until you kind of force them. True into the front lines and i think that's kind of what we're seeing with a lot of people and, and like i said i honestly i don't give a flying fuck who's mm -mm. on the bud like can't i don't give a fuck if you put a fucking big squirty veiny fucking cock on the fucking nope. side of a bud like i i'm probably still not gonna drink it right in <laughs> particular because i'm not gay <laughs> like if you put a big squirting cock on the side of a Bud Light can, that would mostly assure that I would never drink it. <laughs> yeah. All right. But well, if that's what you want to do with your brand, whatever. But understand that while trying to go for a new audience or maybe a new sort of appeal, like at the end of the day, you have to break down the numbers, man. And like transgender people are like less than one and a half percent of the population. That is true. Like, so if you're trying to broaden the base of, of Bud Light, like it's already like white women that drank it anyways, or it was rednecks. <laughs> True. And I, and I would never expect rednecks to be all about that, the transgender shit. Like, I just don't expect them to be into that. And it's their prerogative. Yeah. Correct. You know, like, like I said, I don't care. I'm a live and let live type of dude. Always mm -hmm. have been. You do what you want to do, whatever makes you happy. But there's going to be, you also have to accept the fact that there's going to be people that don't care. Um, right. And like, we don't, don't. It, it's just. Right. And, and there's, and there's going to be people that won't accept you just like me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, I'm a fat dude. Some people don't like fat people. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a flying fuck. You can suck the shit out of my asshole if you don't fucking like me. Okay, so like... I'll get you a four-inch chunk of garden hose and you can suck shit straight from my asshole. I don't give a fuck what other people think. Right. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm hearing you. Like, I mean, but like, you you understand. So like, okay, I, and I mean this like, I don't mean this in the in a in a bad way, but like you call me fat. Is that what you're about to do? <laughs> but I'm also fat, so it's okay. Is that like, what you're about to do? Okay, okay. Like when you go to an amusement, that's park, our word. Yeah, when you go to an amusement park, those rides ain't made for fat motherfuckers. No, no, no. That's specifically why I don't <laughs> right. go to amusement parks because. Right. Right. And it's not that like there were days when I was much thinner and I love a good roller coaster as much as the next guy, but mm -hmm. you're right. 
they're not designed for fat people. And that sucks. And that's why I don't go to amusement parks. Right. And I don't expect them to build an amusement park. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, for fat people. I, right. I, it's whatever, you know, like, like I'm fat. It's my fault. You know, like I get that. Right. Um, no, and like <laughs> the same shit happens to me. Like, or like for, okay. For example, furniture, like, it, most I always have to check if it's FPC, right. man. Is this fat people compliant? Right. <laughs> right. That's you know? what I'm talking about. Like because... the, 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 somebody's like, oh, go ahead and have a seat. And it's one of them flimsy old ass white plastic lawn chairs. Like, bro, that ain't going to hold me. I'm just going to sit on the grass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'll sit on the grass. Uh, don't mind me when I get out of breath trying to get up. <laughs> I, I got a fucking chair. Like that is capable of withholding like 500 fucking pounds. Why? Because I know a lot of large people. And while I don't weigh 500 pounds and most people I know don't weigh 500 pounds, they can sit on my shit and I feel like they're about to break it. It supports all their areas, right? Like, (laughs) but like, you're not being, you're not like fucking calling up, um, you know, whoever manufactures a plastic fucking chairs and say you're discriminated against me because you don't have a fucking proper plastic yeah. chair for my fat ass to fucking sit in you know what i mean like, like that's- i had to sit on the floor and suck down yeah. 10 fucking big macs on the fucking floor because yeah. you didn't make a chair that was big enough for right. my fat ass you know like it's like i'm gonna get the government involved <laughs> why why do we have to advertise like certain things you know what i mean like you automatically understand as like a heavier person your your ass ain't fitting in that fucking roller coaster okay that's nope. number one you know number two yeah. like Must be this tall to ride no jelly jugs allowed no right jelly jugs allowed. but you're not like making a controversy saying like you're not inclusive why because a lot of the population can't fit into those damn roller coasters and you're a fucking outlier so guess what the same situation applies why we have to fucking you know pull this shit into marketing is beyond me like it really companies really need to stay out of this shit because if you want someone to buy your product be about you be about your product don't be about the other shit you know Mm -hmm. sell a good product be a good company be a good person that's it we don't gotta fucking do all this shit it's stupid and who would have thought we would ended up in this part of the woods talking about dylan mulvaney and her Bud Light can, but here we are. Um, now right. we've moved on to furniture and roller coasters. I'm just saying it's the same thing. <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, that's the only comparison I can really make. I get it. I really do. I understand what you're saying. And it, but the thing is, is like, I'm with Christopher. I'm a live and let live person. I really don't give a fuck about Dylan Mulvaney. I don't care what Dylan does. I don't care if Dylan drinks fucking uh, Perrier. I don't care if Dylan, I, like, I like a Big Mac. If Dylan likes Big Macs, great. We don't have to sit together and have a Big Mac. We're not pals. But you enjoy your Big Mac. I'll enjoy my Big Mac. And we'll just not fucking talk to each other and not be friends. That's okay. But I don't know why people get so mad about something like this. That'd be exi- Like, if they put Dylan's face on a Coca-Cola bottle, guess what's going to happen? I'm still going to drink the Coke fucking zero because I need that garbage to keep me going on the daily uh, because it has the right amount of caffeine to keep me going at work. I'm still going to drink that garbage. It's still it's still happening. I don't care who they put on. It's happening. Yeah, it's exactly. So but again, the out the selective outrage by certain people 
is really, really troubling. Meanwhile, we're talking about the Restrict Act. None of these fucking uh, Bud Light drinking fuckers uh, talking about that. Not one word about it. They're mad at Dylan. They're not mad that their fucking government's taking more power and and has the ability to what levy a twenty five thousand dollar fine of jail time if you have a fucking vpn at some point in time no we're not worried about that we're gonna fight a war over bud light that's the that, that the, so the, come on so like i said just a little bit ago man bread and circus yeah truly truly bread, yeah, bread it, and circus it's amazing it's amazing how quick and that's the other thing too we're going to talk about here real quick and we're going to wrap it up um our brothers and sisters in east palestine ohio uh, 60 some miles from where we are at currently. Don't let that come uh, slipping out of your memory. That was still pretty recent. And I advocated for all of the, uh, the governor, his family, and, uh, and our, the two asshole senators that we have should be living there and drinking the water and bathing in it and washing their clothes and living in that environment since it's so fucking safe, okay? But this is still <coughs> a tragedy that's happening right now right now okay now Sherrod brown who is a communist um him and tim ryan should get married uh, they're perfect for each other um and i support gay marriage for those two men to get married and and, and live together because they're perfect senator Sherrod brown held his second round table event in east palestine brown met with residents at first uh, church of christ in east palestine the same location as the village's first health clinic following the February train derailment. The senator said residents remain frustrated. You don't say, Sherrod. And he's working with the Ohio Department of Agriculture to help provide answers for local farmers. The railroad said it had completed work on removing contaminated soil from beneath uh, the south track and work on the north track will begin next week. Don't forget that that soil fell onto a highway in Columbiana County, Ohio. This is ridiculous. So. Brown said he remains committed to holding Norfolk Southern accountable. I'd like to see Norfolk Southern working with communities or with elected officials to do what they ought to do, and they simply haven't done that yet, said Brown. The senator also said he's continuing to advocate for the Nonpartisan Rail Safety Act, which he introduced with Senator Republican J.D. Vance. Brown hopes this new bill will provide safety regulations that will reduce the number of incidences, like this one that happened in East Palestine. Okay, Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw repeats East Palestine derailment apologies before the Ohio Senate. Shaw has promised millions of dollars to help the community recover, but also faces a state lawsuit for cost of toxic chemical spill cleanup. The CEO reiterated apologies Tuesday for East Palestine train derailment and vows to make things right during his first testimony to the Ohio lawmakers since the fiery accident, expressing support for some additional safety proposals, but resistant to others. An Ohio Senate panel on rail safety questioned Alan Shaw over a wide range of topics related to the derailment and subsequent controlled chemical release that rocked the small village on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border, including long-term support systems for the community, two-person crew mandates, and tanker car safety standards. Shaw has promised millions of dollars to help the community recover, but also faces a lawsuit from Ohio Attorney General Attorneys General Dave Yost over costs for the toxic chemical spill cleanup and environmental damage, even as they work together to establish funds for resident health care, property value issues, and water protections. The federal government has also sued the railroad. Okay. So uh, Shaw says that he supports Congress's efforts 
in railway safety regulation spearheaded by Ohio U.S. senators and representatives, including provisions to increase inspection oversights for railways, further investment in wayside detectors, and stricter standards for tanker cars, such as those that were carrying hazardous materials on February 3rd. However, when pressed on a two-person crew mandate for all trains, Shaw stated that there is no data to support that two-person crews help prevent derailments and that his railroad will follow the science. Ohio lawmakers recently passed the state transportation budget that would impose new rail safety measures on North Fork Southern and other railroads traveling through their state, including a two-person crew mandate. Whether they're allowed to do so, however, remains a point of debate. The Ohio Railroad Association, a trade group, has argued that several of the measures are preemptive are preempted by federal law. Legislatures, legislatures excuse me, say the General Assembly could put statewide safeguards in place to help protect constituents. This is my favorite part of the article. No one was injured during the February 3rd derailment, comma, but nearly half of 5,000 East Palestine residents were evacuated for days. Many say they continue to suffer from health problems such as rashes, headaches, and trouble breathing. It gets worse. So Dave Yost, like, uh, Yost, depending or Yeast, however you want to pronounce Dave, uh, Attorney General Dave is uh, suing. So- Go ahead. I was going to say, so this happened in New Jersey like 10 years ago in like 2012 in, in, in Paul's Borough, New Jersey. Okay. Um, the only thing is it's only released 20,000 gallons of vinyl chloride, but it was like a, a train accident over a, like a bridge that was fucking stupid old, like a train bridge. You know what I mean? Right. Um, the guy who like went there, you know, as part of like the cleanup or whatever, um, or initial fucking hey there's an accident um he still has breathing problems like to this day like he has difficulty breathing I believe every word and, of it. and what happened in east palestine is a lot more than twenty thousand gallons that's all i'm gonna say yeah uh it's it's gonna be like i people use the word chernobyl and i think that that's again we are getting controlled information uh, because I can't go out there and test the soil in the water. I, I don't have the equipment. I am not. I I'm not a physical scientist. I don't. I don't have a lab. I don't have any of those things. But when people run a stick through a creek bed, and chemical comes flying up, and all the fish are fucking dead, mm-hmm. that's enough of an indication scientifically for me to say something's really fucking wrong here. I, that's that's all. That's all I need. I don't know about the rest of you, um, but it's a tragedy that's still unfolding. Uh, the guy who had the fox, uh, who takes care of foxes, his foxes are still getting sick. He's already, uh, two of them have already died. We're not talking about the people who were lost livestock, all of the fish, as we just said, dying in the waterways. Who knows what's happening across the border of Pennsylvania because that fucking uh, disgusting cloud traveled that way. And what's in that area? Uh, downwind is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, again... We'll see what happens. It'll be years before we'll be able to see really the scope and scale of the damage that has been done to the area. It's going to take a while. Um, We'll see it when kids are born. And if there's higher rates of leukemia, child cancer, um, all of those things, if there's developmental issues with uh, children that are born, that's we already have uh, an example set forth by what happened to people exposed to radiation in Ukraine Mm. uh, back from because of Chernobyl and Belarus. We have that data. So we see it takes time. Okay. 
um, we're never going to really know the true number of, of what of, of the damage. We're never going to really understand the full scope. It'll just be larger. The scope will increase as time goes on. Mm-hmm. So never let a tragedy go to waste. Dave Yost is suing a sham charity for taking $131,000 in donations meant for East Palestine residents. Yost claims Mike Peppel and others have pocketed at least 131k of roughly $141,000 raised from more from more than 3,000 donors. The lawsuit alleges that Mike Peppel presented his Ohio Clean Water Fund as a nonprofit acting on behalf of the Second Harvest Food Bank of the Mahoning Valley to provide emergency aid and bottled water. Instead, Yost claims Peppel and others have pocketed 131k of the 141k raised from the 3,000 donors, as we just mentioned. The idea that someone would so brazenly exploit a disaster situation and the good hearts of people who want to help is unconscionable, said Yost. I'm mad as hell about this, and we're going to make sure that this sham charity gets shut down. Representatives of the food bank complained that to Yost's office that they had not authorized the partnership cited by Peppel in mass emails and text messages. Yost said the food bank confronted Peppel twice to ask him to stop advertising the partnership, after being called out, Peppel paid $10,000 to the organization, which is 7% of what he admits to raising. Yost is seeking a temporary, rest- temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction to stop the illegal activity, prohibit him from engaging in additional charitable solicitations and, pre- and preserve existing charitable assets. Here's a message for anybody who, el- who else who might hope to profit from the situation in East Palestine. Don't even think about it, Yost says. Um, if if this is true, I think Peppel should be this this Peppel fucker, uh, Mike. He should be tied to a tree, and you could fill in the rest. If you're taking advantage of people in this situation who desperately need fucking help, but it goes to show you, there is a huckster around every corner, no matter where you go. Doesn't matter. Didn't we have fake charities for nine eleven? I know we had fake charities for fucking 9-11, people skimming money off of that. I mean, anytime there's a tragedy, I know it happened during Hurricane Sandy. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure every natural disaster that we've had in this one, in, <laughs> an environmental disaster brought on by a railroad company, um, I'm sure that uh, it's always been there. That's all I have for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to kick it off to my friends here, see if they have anything additional they want to discuss. Otherwise, we'll be on our way. Angel, you go first. What do you think? Um, no, I, I don't have anything additional to discuss. Just please check out the bit shoot, um, as was stated earlier. And, um, yeah, that's all I have. All right. Christopher, anything in addition? Nope. All right. I want to take this opportunity, of course, in a couple of days here, the boss is uh, going to have a birthday here on the 23rd. So from myself, and everybody else angel we wish you the happiest of birthdays i hope you have a great one i hope you enjoy whatever it is that you're doing on that day we're happy that you're here happy birthday happy early birthday to you from all of us to you who keeps the uh the ship running at full steam ahead so thank you very much a happy birthday in advance thank you sure uh, i also like to thank our patrons thank you very much uh don't forget to share out the b-side two bucks a month is all it takes it's about operational costs not about a new car so for any of us, I drive a piece of shit car. If you want to see a picture of it, just let me know. I'll show you. It's not great. It's not good. Uh, but we'd like to thank our patrons for supporting the show. <laughs> Bless you and thank you very much. I'd also like to thank our sponsors, of course, agorasnexus.com. 
I paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling. Very weird. A couple of New Jersey designs I saw. It's a silver and black design. Looks very sharp. Looks good on you, Dave. You know who I'm talking about. Saw you on the on the Facebook. Nice. Uh, it was a nice picture. And of course, Ray Fob, a fine art and design from the Great Lakes, resident artist, very proud. Uh, congratulations, Mazel Tov, and all that good stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the conclusion of the show. The next holiday coming up, fortunately, is going to be Memorial Day. We've just passed uh, a couple of big ones. We talked about regular Easter, Orthodox Easter just happened, and of course, the dirty word that nobody wants to say on Twitter, Passover. Uh, they don't want to talk about that one, but fuck you anyway. So all these major holidays have passed. The next big one here in the United States is Memorial Day. Typically, that involves a barbecue, a day off, all that good stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the weather around here is going to start to get warm. Okay, It was warm over this weekend. It snowed the very next day. It was 80 degrees one day. The next day, it snowed. It was wild shit. What a time to be alive. Springtime in Ohio. But let this spring continue. A spring in your step but a spring in your personal hygiene, okay? You need that boost before we get into the summer season. Cookouts, gatherings, fireworks, concerts. Maybe if you're lucky, somebody's going to want to see you naked and hump you. Don't go in there smelling the way you do, ladies and gentlemen. Please go to Akron Apothecary and check out our friend Todd and his very gay soap. Support the business. And, of course, Greg uh, needs, uh, you know, Todd's other half needs your support as well. Because Todd is a very expensive individual who spends a lot of fucking money, and he does make a good soap so you can help out the gay business and our friends, uh, people that we love. Thank you very much. Please check out Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap. Take care of the largest organ on, uh, that you have, which is your skin. Remember, Todd's Gay Soap is... Soap! Oh. Motherfucking ass. Wash that pussy. Wash that pussy and get under them balls. God damn. That's it. Bye. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>